As always, even though we are under the Two Guys Gaming banner, this is one guy reading Dragons of Deceit by Margaret Weiss and Tracy Higman, the latest Dragonlance novel. Thanks for joining Noob's Book Club, as I've been doing for the past few episodes, and as people traditionally do for book clubs. I'm going to review the chapter a little bit, and then I will give my thoughts on that chapter. Afterwards, I'll tell you when you can expect the next episode, where to find us, and how to interact if you happen to be reading the book as well. We are up to chapter 6 in this episode. The chapter opens with preparations for war. The enemy sits at a distance, uh, only their fires barely visible. Destina hears what I interpreted as implied rape and murder. It might not have been. It might have just been an attack, but I heard it as implied rape and murder the way that they wrote it. There was kind of some subtext there a little bit that I picked up on. She gets physically ill. This leads to a conversation with her mother who says that she would be foolish to not be afraid after Destina tells her that she was fearful and that she was afraid for her own safety after hearing what happened uh, off in the distance. Her mother also gives her a sword that her father had made for her mother. Destina is glad, obviously, that her mother chose her to have the sword. Um, She gets an old suit of armor from her father, an old chainmail vest from her father. And she ends up in the care of an older soldier that explains the hierarchy of the army as they advance on the castle. I'm going to talk about this more, but this chapter was basically the the stuff of, okay, this is the beginning of a war. We're in a siege. It has a lot of the, the stuff that you would expect in such a chapter. So as we go through and as I explain, you'll hear a lot of those ideas come through. Ogre shamans open the attack with a fire spell, then two waves of goblin attacks come through. Uh, One on the ground where they actually make it into the castle, but they're funneled through a hallway where there's murder windows on earth side and people are shooting arrows at them and dumping hot oil on them and all sorts of things and the goblins end up retreating back out of the castle. The hobgoblins that are in charge try to push them back into the castle. A second wave comes through with ladders to try to climb the walls and attack that way. Both attacks are fought off relatively easily. Uh, To Destina's credit, she finds her courage is the right time and kills a goblin that came close to killing her protector slash guard. I said something in the last chapter about how the edge that her mother gave her will help her in times when the Oath and the Measure end up failing, not necessarily failing her, but when they break down, when things break down and the rules don't apply, she's going to need that edge from her mother. And I didn't think that she was going to find it actually in this chapter. I thought that she might give in to her fear this time. She did initially, she hid, but when the goblin is about to, it looks like, smash the skull of the soldier, whose care she was in, she rises to the occasion, she attacks him, and she stabs him. They then work together. They then work together to push away one of the ladders. After the attacks, in the middle of the celebration slash relief, a blue dragon casually flies to destroy part of the castle. The siege at Rosethorn is on. Now, this is going to sound like sour grapes. I mentioned it earlier. 
I said that I would get back to it, especially given my history in the series so far, but I promise it isn't. After I say what I say, I will explain. Okay, ready? Here goes. This entire chapter is just a typical siege stuff. I know what you're thinking. See, this guy is just crapping on the book again. Why is he even reading at this point? No, wait. I said it explained. Please, let me. First, I enjoyed this chapter very much. Even though Destina showed growth and promise recently, she still also expressed that fear in the face of battle. My main gripe about The Force Awakens was how easily Rey held her own against Kylo Ren. You know, people had a lot of problems with that movie. I didn't have as many problems with that movie. One of the problems was that they called Ray a Mary Sue or whatever the incel term is for female protagonists these days. I initially didn't see it, but then in that fight with Kylo Ren, even though he was injured, I think I wrote it on the website many years ago when I did the Force Awakens review, that I enjoyed the, the movie, but that was one thing that really bothered me was how easily she held her own against this supposedly great dark side Jedi Master who is, you know, uh, the grandson of Darth Vader. It just seemed ridiculous to me. But here, in this case, Destina attacked only after initially hiding and only when pressed into battle. Plus, the omniscient narrator may have helped here um, of the book. I We couldn't see into Ray's brain at the time, so who knows? She may have been panicking. She may have been unsure of herself going into the battle. We didn't see any of that on the outside. We didn't really get any of that inner monologue because you can't do such a thing very easily in a movie. But here we could but here we could hear quote unquote Destina's thoughts as she was even stabbing the guy and she it mentions how much more difficult it was for her to stab an actual thing than to stab the the bags of sand that her father was using to train her with. So I think that helped a little bit to bring a little more realism to the scene that even though even though she was able to relatively easily kill this goblin, we still got her inner dialogue expressing how difficult it was to actually stab something. That would have added something to the race scene. So we got to the good part. Now, of course, I'm going to say the rest of the chapter sucked. No, I'm kidding. While it didn't break any new ground, I appreciate the chapter. It gave me the action that I craved. I've been saying all along that I don't like how the wars have been in the background, that I wanted the war to come to us, that I wanted to see some of the battle. I wanted to see these characters and how they would react in the face of danger. And we finally got that in this chapter. And I'm so glad for it. I also, uh, as a side note, I got some nerdy... Tactics explanations for my newfound miniature obsession. I said that I want to play Warhammer 40k. I want to play Hordes. I want to play these miniature games. And now I was able to get some of that explanation where he said, there's goblin troops. There's hobgoblin leaders. There's these ogre shaman who are there basically to, as the shock troops initially, to come in and try to throw everybody off balance with their spell and their mention of Takesis and all of this. And then you have the lieutenant in the background, who's a human. Initially, she asks if he's a high lord, and the guy kind of laughs. He's like, no, they're not going to send a high lord here to deal with this tiny little castle and village. But now that I have that background, I can actually sit down with some of the, some of the materials. I can put together my own little war games, and I can make it 
seem a little more realistic as I'm playing through these scenarios. Or now that I've had, now that I have this tactical explanation behind it, I can say the same, the same kind of thing for the Necrons and for the Marines and for those sorts of things. You have your shock troops, you have your expendable troops, you have your your commanders, you have your lieutenants, you have those types of that you have that type of hierarchy that I can pull from this now and use it in those silly war games that I'm going to play on the side. Now, also, finally, I don't mean finally as in, oh my god, it's finally happened. I mean, finally, this is the last point that I'm going to make for this chapter, is we get a dragon. And it attacked. I thought that they might just throw a dragon at us so that they can remind us of the power and how feared dragons are in Kryn, that it would come over, it would cause the dragon fear, everybody would cower, and we'd be reminded, oh yeah, these dragons are something else in this world but we actually got an attack we got the full dragon monty that's awesome for me so all in all not my favorite chapter but close i still like what they did with the character development in the previous chapters with destina and her mother and bringing that all together how that came into this chapter and destina was actually able to use that edge that i mentioned in the last chapter to attack and kill the goblin when it was necessary but this one finally gave us the action the war is on the war is here we are about to see some shit go down i think and i can't wait for it so i think i mentioned some combination of monday wednesday friday uh, i was going to release this on monday but then things got busy actually recorded yesterday and then the recording got deleted i forgot to save it so i have re-recording now I'm going to release it today on Wednesday. Chapter 7 will come out on Friday. No question. I promise. Next week I think I have chapter 8, 9, and 10. I looked ahead. Those are the last chapters to finish up book 1. So I'll finish up book 1 next week with 8, 9, and 10. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Must be. As always, if you're reading along with us, you can go to our website, twoguysgaming.net. You can interact with us there. It's got our Instagram it's got our Facebook. It's got our almost non-existent YouTube, our non-existent Twitch, but I'm going to try to put some things together. I think by March I might be able to have some content for our YouTube and maybe even the Twitch. So be on the lookout for that. As always, thanks for listening. I hope you're enjoying the book. I hope you enjoyed the book if you already read it. And I will talk to you again on Friday. See you then.